0: The following podcast is provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements LLC and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome back, everyone, to Answers for Elders Radio. And we are here. I can't believe Daphne, how fast this hour has gone with you. I always love our hours together because, um, you know, it's 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 always a perfect conversation, and I always feel good when we're done um, talking because you really shed such an amazing perspective on everything and perspective is really what we talked about and, you know, shifting one's thinking. And I would really like to start off this last segment of how do we come together? But I think first we really need to talk about the, the mind shift. Is that correct? I, yeah, I think that we do have to do this. And I'm speaking totally
1: from personal experience. Mm -hmm. This this is a, a big struggle for me um, and so I may not be speaking to all of our, our listeners today, but I believe that there's, you know, a faction that is struggling with how, how we live in this time of so many restrictions that have been oh. imposed upon us by nothing anyone has done, but by natural occurrence. I mean, that, that there's mm-hmm. something that's attacking our health. And whether we get into the politics of it or not, it doesn't matter. The the bottom line is there is a threat to our health. And how are we going to live with that? Am I going to do that kicking and screaming and fighting and, you know, tooth and nail all the way down? Am I going to just, you know, on the other extreme, just be compliant and, you know, follow the rules and go with the flow and not question anything? Those two extremes, neither one, right or wrong, but I would like to suggest finding something in the middle, something that you can, wherever you personally are aligned, in your own uh-huh. thoughts, in your own heart, find the middle ground that you don't feel like you are completely compromising yourself in any way, but also seeing the bigger picture. The bigger picture of us living in a society of people who are, Traditionally, we, for the most part, 300 million people get along pretty decently. Right now, we're having a real struggle. We're having a very big struggle. And it's not the first time in our country's history, but we're living it again today. And that's called our humanity. And, and our humanity will never leave us. We're our, it, it's not going to go away. We are who we are as people. But how we live through these changes I personally believe we have a voice in that. We have choice. we have I agree even, may I say some personal responsibility to how we choose to react to things And so mm-hmm. I have challenged myself personally and I'm so thankful for this platform to be able to ch- to share this because it's it really is affecting our elders and our family structure mm-hmm. right now in the world that I work in. but that is to try and live and I'm going to use this term, live above the line, that we're going to, you know, really check ourselves and not get in the mud, you know, not get into um, the the ugliness, the negativity of what can be happening right now. And I personally believe that as each one of us choose to do that, our small microcosm of our world will change. Right. It can affect change in the positive direction. Now, let me give you some specifics. One of the biggest ones is, um, and this is not just in large communities, but in adult family homes, you can let my person go, my loved one go out for a doctor's appointment. They can be gone for two hours, but I can't see my loved one for their birthday. You cannot make arrangements for me to sit in, you know, a, a private dining room or something that we can't have, a a birthday party for my 95 year old grandma. I don't get it. Mm. And so there tends to be some disconnect, you know, it's this is where we have Mm. to look at the bigger picture all the time. I encourage everyone to listen to whatever the person is telling you and to try and come to a place of compromise. Now I will tell you all of our listeners, this is not a newsflash, the smaller the organization, the more flexible it can be. The larger the institution, the more rules there have to be to keep order. That's just kind of a common sense thing. So when you're looking at care and if you're having to make a change and you're trying to keep a picture of that big picture here, please don't discredit that adult family home as an option. Even if your loved one doesn't need help with all of their activities of daily living, it may give you flexibility. They may have a back deck that you can go and sit on. It may be a house that has rooms that have direct doors to the back deck. And now you've got right. a built-in, safe mass, six feet apart, see your mom or dad, you know, every day. That may work in some adult family homes. Mm-hmm. Probably mm-hmm. not going to work as easily in a large community. There are large communities that are making things like that work. So I, it's not exclusive one way or the other. But again, it's, it's going to the place of not citing it, but let's find a creative way of, of reaching our highest values as a family. And let me personally right. take a deep breath and not be reactive, but try and be a part of a solution. And in our world right now, the solution is how can we get the best care for our loved ones? And how can we have them socialized? How can we have them get out of their own thoughts? How can we have them be safe, as healthy as possible, with a quality life out of not living in fight or flight? That is a lot to think about, everybody.
0: (laughs) And I think we we can do it. Yes, and and all of these things that you're saying, it it goes into, you know, this, I, I remember when I was taking care of my mom. And I learned that it was much easier to give her a perceiving amount of choice, perception of choice, rather than just to tell her this is how it's going to be. And she had a little bit of dementia. She wasn't, but she was, she was like, I would say 90% with it. Right. But she'd still had some disconnects. Right. But Uh she would get, you know, she would get upset over the littlest things and and i didn't even know where they would come from but i learned over time is the perception of choice it whether it mm-hmm. is mom you know we i can i can come do this or we can do this and so try to figure out ways in which you can communicate with your loved one in the best way you know and and the other thing like we talked about in the beginning of the hour in in a gentle nature because everybody's on edge right now and learn how not to react. It's like, I, I, there's a little book that I always go back to, you know, whenever I've had challenges with people or whatever it is. And that is a little book. It's by written by Don Miguel Ruiz. And it's called um, the four agreements. And there's four basic agreements. And the first, one of the first um, agreement is, is take nothing personally. Take nothing personally that if somebody says something to you and we're on edge, it has more to do with their emotional state rather than what they're saying to you. And they're, you know, and so this is the thing I think that um, learning about that and learning about how to get out of that mode of reactionary, um, I think is really important. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on that, Daphne?
1: I I agree, and that's where we have to exert more energy in this whole time Mm -hmm. of the perception of some of our choices being taken away to try and find that silver lining and not think that you're being attacked. This isn't about us individually. Someone didn't make up a rule to make your life miserable. Somebody made up a rule because it was for the good of the all. Now, because of the Mm -hmm. fluidity of our knowledge about COVID-19, these rules are going to change. They're going to evolve mm-hmm. as we have more information. But in that evolution, try try hard to stay open-minded. Don't lose yourself. I mean, I, I'm the person who has to struggle with not losing myself. I'm the one who wants to challenge, you know, what, mm-hmm. what I perceive as my choices being taken away. And I have to step back and say, bigger picture, Daphne. Look at the bigger picture. Yeah. And so I think you're yeah. spot on there, um, because when you talk about loved ones and you talk about people who may be in their last mm-hmm. days or month of their life, and you want quality life for them, and somebody saying you can't see them, that's going to touch every button we've got, every emotional exactly. button we have. And so this takes a lot of energy. I, I mean, I do more social working right now. Than I, then I do in placement, I think, but, but I'm happy to because this is a time that we as a community come together. This is a time that right. we mutually support each other, not alienate each other. It's a challenge. Right. I say that and I have to have 15 fingers pointing right back at myself. So I'm, I'm not <laughs> saying anything that I don't know is a challenge because it is yeah. it's a huge challenge. Um, and, and some of that is just being American. Some of that is we've been taught, you know, pull yourself up from the bootstraps. Right. You have choice. You can you can conquer. Right. It. Not now. Right. We're a part of a collective right. who's trying to stay healthy.
0: And you know, I think that is a wonderful way to kind of just close out our hour to the, together. And Daphne, you know, I am so glad that you are part of our team because I think you know our this is the kind of stuff that we all need to hear right now. Um, And we don't know when all this is going to (laughs) end. You know, we don't know when, how much longer, but we have to realize that I was, I was hoping that maybe we'd get to take a trip to Europe in March. And I don't think that's going to happen just because the, you know, the writings on the wall, it's probably not. So the whole point is, is instead of getting yourself down, it's finding ways to see the blessing in it. And and look yeah. for those opportunities to, you know, be gentle, not only with, you know, with others, but most importantly, with yourself. Um, you know, yeah. we all are struggling. Every single one of us are. And I think one of the things that you bring to us this hour is such an inspirational way to really be able to frame what's happening. And so I really want to say thank you to you for spending the time with us today.
1: you're so welcome. I mean, I know that this is a challenge. I I am a very strong Christian myself and I know I rely on, on my prayer life and knowing that everything's going to be taken care of. And so you, the listeners, wherever you get your strength from, tap into it. Don't forget Mm -hmm. where your strength does come from for you individually as a listener, um, because that's, that's all we've got to get through this. Mm
0: -hmm. And to our listeners, Daphne is absolutely here to help you and to help you just talk through this daunting world of senior care. And so, Daphne, how do our listeners reach you for the one last line?
1: So you can reach me at our website of com, and there you can listen to past podcasts also. And you can reach us at 855-734-1500.
0: Great. Well, Daphne, thank you again for being with us this hour. And to each and every one of you, uh, we at Answers for Elders want you to have a safe summer season. Be good to yourself and remember, most of all, be good to each other. Thanks again. The preceding podcast was provided by Pinnacle Senior Placements, LLC and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Pinnacle Senior Placements, go to PinnacleSeniorPlicements.com. Hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.